Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is The Art of Awesome, episode number 189. Hit it! That's what I'm talking about. Wait! Okay now, from the beginning. Hit it, boys. Welcome to The Art of Awesome. My name is Nick Troutman, and I'm a professional athlete, entrepreneur, family man, and adventure seeker. My goal is to share with you stories, knowledge, and inspiration as we continue on the journey together, searching for that secret sauce to producing awesome results in everyday life. Thanks for spending some time with me today, and let's get to it. Welcome back, everyone, to the Art of Awesome podcast. I am your host, Nick Troutman, and this is the show where we search for that secret sauce to success and the difference between the average and the awesome And today I've got another little Friday fire coming at you guys. Um, As you guys are probably aware, we're we're coming to the end of the year. We've got New Year's on the horizon, wrapping up 2022 and unleashing 2023. And you've probably heard um, people talking about, you know, setting New Year's resolutions or goal setting. Some of you guys may have already written down your goals or New Year's resolutions in preparation. Other you got other guys uh, may not have uh, written anything down, may not have even thought of anything yet and, and kind of just putting it off uh, till uh, January 1st, the morning of. Maybe you might be a little hungover when you're, when you're getting ready for that. But today I just want to talk about the power of goal setting and then a couple uh, tips for setting goals and you guys can call them New Year's resolutions. You can call them really whatever you want. Um, I like to call them goals because I try, one, <clears throat> with a New Year's resolution, you set it on January 1st and you try to uh, make it the whole way through. That's kind of like the idea behind a New Year's resolution. Although over the years, I've found that you know some goals take longer than a year to achieve. Uh, therefore, it doesn't necessarily fall under the New Year's resolution, yet you still have to get the work done in that first year to maybe achieve it on the second year, third year, so forth. Uh, and other goals or New Year's resolutions you could achieve within the first month. And so then that doesn't really make sense necessarily to, uh, to have the whole year as your timeline. One, because you're probably going to put it off until the very last month then to achieve it. If you know that it only takes 30 days to achieve this goal, you're like, oh, well, I'll just put this off and you may never do it in the first place. Um, but it, it kind of breeds procrastination. So I've got a couple ideas for setting goals. And, um, if you haven't heard of in the past, there's a whole thing called the 12 week year. No, uh, hold on. It's the, is it the 12 week year? I think so. Yeah. And the idea is that, um, is that you set goals on instead of a new year's resolution, you make like a new quarter resolution, meaning that you, your goals are set, um, for, for three months for, for a quarter. Obviously there's four quarters within the year. Um, and so you're, you're much more based on action to push forward and try to achieve those goals in a much quicker timeline. Um, and again, if they get pushed, they get pushed. If some goals take longer than 
you know, the 12 weeks to achieve, then it gets pushed maybe to the next one. But the idea being that it forces that action taking instead of putting it off to the very, you know, till December to try to achieve uh, a New Year's resolution. So that would be one would be to consider the 12 week year to consider uh, adapting instead of just New Year's resolutions to make goal setting a quarterly um, thing that you do and, and try to one, achieve goals faster. And, and two, you might, your goals might change maybe within the year, you know, you've, you've changed your direction or you've changed your ideals or, or something like that. And you need to adjust as well. So, so try to set those goals on a quarterly basis. Uh, another thing I wanted to address was, uh, smart goal setting. If you've ever heard of this smart is, uh, an abbreviation and it means specific, Maybe it's not an abbreviation. What is that one? Uh, an acronym, not not an abbreviation. It's an acronym. So SMART goal setting. Uh, it stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-based. So let me go through these for a second. So the S, specific. Uh, increase the chances that you're able to accomplish your business goals by making sure they're well-defined. So define the who, what, where, when, and why of your goal. M, measurable. Uh, develop criteria for measuring progress towards your business goals. Detail the key indicators that help you decide if and when you reach your goal by quantifying them. So make your goals measurable. Don't just say, you know, a, a, an example for myself is I have written this down many years where I say, uh, I'm going to get in the best shape of my life. Well, how, how is that measurable? You can't just, am I in the best shape of my life this year or last year or the year before? I can't tell. If you say, I want to lose five pounds by this date, or if I want to gain you know, three pounds of muscles, or if I want to be able to lift... X amount of weight. Those are all measurable goals. So make your goals measurable instead of just uh, vague. It's it, by the way, it's it's very easy to make the goals vague. I, I've done this many many times. It's kind of like the the lazy version of it. So instead of making them vague, really just try to narrow it down, specify, and make your goals measurable. So A uh, in SMART is achievable. Create goals for your business that are attainable and achievable by ensuring that you and your team have the skills and resources needed to reach the goal. Obviously, as I'm reading this definition here of what SMART goals are, by the way, it's it's um, specifying them around business goals, but this is easily transferable and translatable to every goals, whether it be in athletics, business, parenting, personal, all that stuff. So how do you make it achievable? Um, and this one, by the way, I would like to say that I... Um, I'm going to go into this in a, in a second, but, uh, but I'm kind of on the edge of, of whether you're making them achievable. I think the idea behind this is to not make it so outlandish that you think it's impossible to make it. So if your goal was to make a billion dollars, you probably now maybe you're on your way to making a billion dollars, but if you, if you're at $0 right now, and your goal for this year is to make a billion dollars, you probably don't either have the resources or the knowledge or the wherewithal to make a billion dollars, or else you'd probably be a little bit farther off than zero. 
right? So if you were, you know, a beggar on the street for their goal to be to make a billion dollars this year, probably not very achievable because if they had that knowledge wherewithal and resources, they'd probably be further than where they're at to begin with. So make your goals achievable. Now, within that, I also like to believe in um, making big audacious goals. And so I also like to make stretch goals. And this is where I kind of differ a little bit from the smart on achievable. I like to make goals that stretch you to achieve them. So again, you want to make them achievable. You want to make it so um, within reach. Do you know what I mean? Um, but you also want to be able to stretch to get it. So not like so easy. So for instance, you know, um, you know that beggar on the street, because I use that example already, a very achievable goal would be to make $10 this year. Probably every beggar on the street can beg for $10, right? That would be uh, a very achievable goal, but it isn't stretching at all. So maybe, you know, a stretch goal for them would be to, um, to beg for $100, use that $100 to go buy a new set of clothes, a haircut, and write a resume and go get a job and aim for $10,000 by the end of the year. So that is definitely a stretch goal for them because they're a beggar on the street. You know, they're starting with zero. They can't maybe get to that $1,000. They think of it as like, ooh, that's pretty, or that $10,000, that's pretty far away. I don't know how I'm going to be able to get there. But at the same point, it is achievable because they could, they could, you know, beg for $100, takes them, I don't know, however long it takes to beg for $100 go get a haircut, go get a new set of clothes, go write out a resume printed at, uh, at wherever you print um, a stationary store, and then go apply for a job. So again, uh, definitely a stretch goal, but it is achievable. So therefore, I still think it falls under the, the smart goal setting. Um, but I also want to make sure that it's not too achievable, that you still have to stretch for it. So the R in smart is relevant. Align your company's goals with the overall objectives of your business and realities of the market. So relevant. Um, so for me, um, a goal of mine would be, you know, to to win the world championships. Okay, well, if that's a goal of mine, is there a world championships this year? Because if not, then maybe that doesn't fall. Maybe that falls under the... For instance, if there wasn't a world championships this year and a goal of mine was to win, win the world championships, that would be maybe a two-year goal then instead of uh, a 12-week goal, right? Because it's not gonna, I'm not going to achieve it within the 12-week year, within this first quarter. So then you've got to map it out to uh, your further goal settings, which again, I'll get into in a second uh, within your your 12-week, your one-year, your three-year, five-year, that kind of thing. Um so again, just make your goals relevant within your time period. And then the T for SMART is time-based. Give yourself and your staff a deadline to reach your goals to provide a sense of urgency in the opportunity to schedule the steps needed to achieve this goals. Time-based. Again, this is why the 12-week year is so successful because you put a time crunch on your goals. When you make it 12-week year, 
you force yourself to take action in a much, much faster um, direction to achieve those goals within 12 weeks versus 12 months. Because there are many goals that you might have that only take, you know, several weeks to achieve. Could be 12 weeks, could be, you know, 30 days, whatever it is. But if you give yourself a 12-month horizon line, you're going to push that off until the very end. And we've all done this. I mean, there's a whole science behind procrastination that we will fit any activity into the timeline base to do it. Think about the last time you packed for a trip, okay? <clears throat> um, maybe some of you guys are super proactive and organized and you start packing for your trip a week ahead of time. Uh, you're probably still going to kind of keep packing and double check and triple check and maybe add some things all the way up until the minutes before you leave, get in the car and leave. Some of you are probably more like me. I'm leaving on a trip tomorrow and I haven't even started packing yet. I, I leave at four in the morning. So at some point today, I'm going to have to pack because I haven't even started packing yet. So the idea being that we're going to fit our goals within whatever time period that we have allotted for them. If you had one hour to pack and go on a trip to wherever you're going, Jamaica, um, you're going to get that packing done within an, within the hour. If you had 30 seconds, if I said here, you've got 30 seconds to pack your stuff to go on a free trip to the Bahamas, guess what? You're going to get it done in 30 seconds. You're probably going to grab one jacket, your wallet, your passport, and go. And you're going to figure it out along the way because otherwise you're going to miss your free trip. So again, the idea being that we fit our goals within whatever time time period that we have allotted for them. So set time-based goals. Um, figure out an end goal, an end time period for all the goals that you have. Now, <clears throat> so that's that's kind of the definition of SMART goals right there for you. Now, there's a couple other things that I want you guys to consider as we're planning out, mapping out, getting ready for the New Year's resolution and goal setting. As you guys can tell probably, and if you've listened to podcasts uh, before, I'm very much um, goal-centric. I like goal-setting. I'm a huge believer in goal-setting and the power that goal-setting has. So this is why I'm kind of going in-depth about goal-setting and how to be the most effective and efficient at setting these goals for 2023 to make and help you guys have the absolute best year in 2023 possible. So as I said before, um, in relevant and, and time setting, some goals that you have might be might not fit within a 12-week year, might not even fit within a 12-month calendar year. It could be a two-year or a three-year or a five-year goal of yours. So as you're writing out these goals of yours and, and you think of things that, that excite you, obviously that's a great first step things that excite you, things that um, that push you, that make you stretch or reach for a goal. Again, going back to the stretch goals. <clears throat> you want things that aren't too easy, but aren't impossible. And by the way, I'm a huge believer that nothing is impossible. So we don't even need to get into that whole idea of it. But the idea that uh, that something's reachable. And then list out all of these goals that you have. You can have many. And then from here, I want you to start organizing them into where they fit on this timeline. 
And part of that, the time-based goals will help you kind of organize these. Some of these goals will fit into your 10-year goal time horizon. Some of them might fit into a five-year goal time horizon, three-year, one-year, 12 months, and then uh, six months, 12 weeks, um, you know, 30 days, uh, one week, and so forth. And so it, you, it really organizes your goals and it makes it very obvious then which you, what you need to take action at immediately to achieve maybe your one-week goal. And then that also puts you in order. So even if you only have you know, one goal and it's a 10-year goal horizon line, well, that one goal that's 10 years away you can figure out, okay, well, what do I need to get? What do I need to do to get there in five years? What do I need to be doing in one year? What do I need to be doing at six months from now? What do I need to do this month? What do I need to do this week? What do I need to do today to put me online and to keep me in that direction to achieve that goal? So you also can break down each goal that you have and break it down backwards to kind of help timeline out what you need to be doing to help achieve the goals to get you there. Again, I think of Elon Musk regularly as someone that sets big audacious goals, the idea of, of going to Mars and uh, colonizing a different planet. I mean, that's so absurd that it's it boggles my mind that uh, someone would think of that as being achievable and then taking steps to go do that. So what he did, obviously, at one point had this great goal, I'm going to make, you know, the human race interplanetary. And so I'm going to uh, colonize another planet. What's the closest planet to do so? Probably Mars. Okay, what do I need to do that? We need to break this down backwards. Probably I'm going to need uh, to build a rocket that can get to Mars. And then I'm going to need to build, you know, yada, 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 yada. I'm going to need to build a, a capable space station to inhabit Mars and spacesuits and all these different things. So the idea being that you, once you have that big audacious goal, you can plan backwards what is needed to reach it. Um, and the last thing that I have for you guys today on our Friday fire is, as this is uh, going a little bit longer than my usual Friday fires, but uh, I feel a lot of this is necessary because I want you guys to be on the right foot, taking the right steps uh, moving into 2023. Um, but there is science behind the fact that less goals, the less goals or the least amount of goals that you set for a New Year's resolution, <clears throat> excuse me, means that it is more likely to be achieved. Therefore, uh, and I know this from, you know, personal experience as well, um, but there's science, if you'd like to look it up, that if you were to uh, write down 10 goals for the year or for the quarter or for, you know, whatever it is, whatever, whatever your time horizon is, um, that you might not achieve any of them because you're too spread out over these 10 goals. If you were to write down three goals, you're more likely to achieve maybe two, maybe three, likely, very likely one. If you only write down one single goal, you are very likely to achieve it because all of your focus is focused on that one single goal. Every day, every morning, you've got one goal, one objective. That's it. So recognize that 
recognize that the the least amount of goals that you have, the more likely you are to achieve them. So if you're like me and you are, I don't know, easily distracted or or like to stretch yourself thin sometimes and you write down like 30 goals, which I've done many, many years, almost every year pretty much, um, you're less likely to achieve them all. So instead, focus them down, figure out which ones are the goals that are most important for you. This also helps when you do the 12-week year because you can have, you know, if you write down three goals, for instance, now I've get, I actually, I get, um, I get 12 goals because I get three goals for each quarter and you're more likely to achieve it. Um, so try to, and then the other thing too is that the goals that are maybe that you want that are either less important, you can push those out to you, maybe your three-year goal or your five-year goal or put that later on the list. You don't have to like get rid of it. It's not like you're like picking between one or the other, but you're sorting them by importance. So uh, that way you can have your entire focus on that goal instead of spread out between, you know, 30 different goals. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place, and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And then the very last thing I have for you guys, again, I know this is going long. Thank you if you've been listening so far. I hope that you guys are getting value out of this. The very last thing is uh, shift your mindset to commitment. So for instance, and I think I've used this in podcast examples in the past, if you're a smoker and your New Year's resolution is to uh, to stop smoking, don't just say, I'm going to quit smoking this year. Change and shift your mindset to, I'm a non-smoker. I don't smoke. And that alone, shifting to the mindset of, I'm a non-smoker, um, shifts something inside. So it's it's immediate shift of, I don't do that because I'm a non-smoker. Instead of thinking, I'm going to try to quit. Because one, trying means that you're allowing and you're making it okay if you fail. And two, um, you're just going to try at it. Do you know what I mean? You're, you're not, it's not a commitment. It's like, oh, I'm going to try it. So uh, that would be my final, final tip for you guys is go ahead and make a commitment to whatever goals that you're having. And again, you're going to elevate drastically the likelihood of succeeding these goals. So guys, this has gone, uh, this has gone, we're in like the 20 minutes, um, already. So thank you guys so very much for, for listening, uh, this long in my Friday fire. I hope you guys have gotten value out of this. If you guys did, please, if you guys could share this with someone, uh, that you think needs to hear it too, if you guys could just leave us a rating and a review wherever it is that you listen to these podcasts, um, it, uh, one, 
greatly appreciated by myself. Two, it helps the algorithms push this out to more like-minded people like you and just helps us uh, with the, the podcast algorithms to, to rank higher and push out to more people. So greatly, greatly appreciated. It helps build our community and collective as a whole. And I absolutely wish you guys the very, very best in 2023 and beyond. I hope that you are able to achieve all the goals that you have for 2023. I hope that this podcast and some of these tips for goal setting helps you achieve these goals. And uh, if you guys have any questions or comments, please feel free to to send me a message, send me a DM on Instagram, um, Facebook, wherever, and reach out and, and hopefully I can help further uh, answer any questions that you guys might have around goal setting. Uh, I've gotten way more tips that I could uh, probably go on to um, about having, you know, a partner and an accountability partner with you guys or gosh, I, I, man, I feel like I could just keep rambling about how to make <clears throat> more achievable goals and have more success with your goals. But uh, I'm going to end it here so that this doesn't get too, too long. Thank you guys so very much for tuning in and for listening. And I wish you all a very happy New Year's and all the best success in achieving all the goals that you have for this quarter, for this year, and beyond. I'm Nick Troutman signing off, wishing you all a truly awesome day. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.